Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Can you guess who it is? I'll give you three guesses. Nope. Uh, uh, nope, not that, not that either. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Well, it is me. It is me again. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. I mean. Yes. Did I have? Did I just have a conversation with nobody? I did. That I did. But at least I didn't like answer. You know, because I I talked to myself quite a bit. I detailed during COVID how the mask situation was actually in my favor. Because it gave me an opportunity to speak to myself in public and no one could see. You know, for a while, um, I remember... Oh, there's a... Okay, someone's speeding. Um, I'm coming to you live from my car. Uh, Yes, the same car that I did a 20-minute expose of myself in the last episode. If you missed it, which I think a lot of the population did, um, you can go back and listen to that. Um, I did about a 20-minute spiel on um how i spilled diet coke and it smells the smell is honestly it's going away or i'm like getting used to the smell um i'm fine with either the second one is a bit concerning like if i'm just getting used to the smell because if you know i ever have you know offer someone a ride or if i'm short for change one month and like need to become an uber uh that might be a little bit mm, not great to have like the smell of old diet coke in your car because let me tell you not as good as it smells or as it sounds doesn't smell as good as it sounds um but i won't bore you with the details of that because that was essentially what the entire last episode was so you can bore yourself with those details at your own time episode 50 which i didn't realize that i that was 50 episodes five zero that's pretty cool um again you know, weekly reminder, I know that no one listens to this. This is the 51st time I've said that. I I completely understand. I'm doing this for total fun um, and zero money. In fact, I'm still in the reds from when I bought Amazon microphones almost a year ago. So that's fun. Um, But yeah, 50 episodes. I almost feel like that's more something to celebrate than a year because, you know, in a few episodes, it'll be my year our year anniversary of the nobody asked for this podcast but like having a big celebration on episode 54 is there 54 weeks in a year i think episode 54 that just doesn't sound as cool but like 50 50 that like you know you have your big birthday party as a human at 50 that's like congratulations you made it here's your party you know i don't think you throw a huge huge party at 54 unless of course you do I hope that music is not copywritten. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm in a car in a parking lot, which I actually saw a video. Um, I can't remember where it was. It might it might have been a reel, um, because I've gotten into reels lately. I still haven't downloaded TikTok, but I'm slowly, slowly inching my way um, into being a real person. Not don't worry, not in like a, an actual sense. I'm so incredibly fake, but a reels, an Instagram reels person. Um, but I saw. Uh, a video of someone saying how dangerous it is to like sit in your car for too long like when you don't need to be somewhere um and you just like like sitting in your car or you eat in your car and i was like oh like i do that all the time like is that like a safety thing that like everyone knows not to do because i didn't know that which is probably why the robots 
and the FBI agents and the AI running my Instagram reels knew to send me that video because they hear me like eating in my car alone, um, singing in my car alone, parked, crying in my car alone, all of the above. Um, but they, yeah, they, they must have known that I needed to know that apparently it's not safe to be in like a parking lot. Obviously driving is fine because you're moving. But if you're, you know, just in an empty parking lot or a semi-full parking lot or honestly even a full parking lot, people are wild these days. They don't care. You know, if you're just sitting in there, you're, you know, apparently opened up to, you know, you made yourself vulnerable to, I don't know what. Speaking of stupid things I do with my car, I, um, I realized I do this after seeing this video because then I was really, um, I started, I be, almost became like an anthropologist, not an anthropologist, yeah, an, an, a sociologist, anthropologist of my own self, which I think we all should be. Um, and I started analyzing what other stupid things I do. And I realized that I unlock my car with the little fob thing way too soon. Like, I'll be, I'm bad at measurement, but I'll be like 20 feet away and I'll see it at the end of the parking lot and I unlock it. Um stupid okay dumb someone could jump out of the bushes and jump into my car and i don't know what they're gonna do from there actually they're probably gonna leap out because of the diet coke smell the rusty diet coke smell so really i was right you should have your car be stinking also um if anyone is in touch with the bird community they keep pooping on my car like aggressively pooping like like, and not just, like, a pebble, okay? I can handle a pebble. I've told the story before. I don't know what episode of me walking into grade one with a big clump of bird crap on my left, and I, I'll, I'll always remember my left um, shoulder. I had no idea it happened. I walked into class thinking that I was just about to go learn my, you know, how to do times tables. I think that might be a little bit early for grade one. I was going to le- le- learn how to finger paint, um, and I, you know, was told that this had happened to me, but I was also told it was good luck. And I kind of liked feeling special at that at that time in my life. Still probably do. Um, so I was fine with it. But anytime I see bird poop, it makes me think of that. Which I've been thinking of that a lot. Because for whatever reason, I've been seeing a lot of bird poop on my car. So I don't know if I'm about to win the lottery. I don't know if I should go buy a ticket. I don't really know how to buy a lottery ticket. Do you just go to the gas station and say, Hi, I would like to buy a lottery ticket? And then, is it? do you have to be the one to claim it or did they call you and say listen come pick up your millions because knowing me i would a forget b like oh be like oh you know what? i have to check i gotta i gotta check what would happen to me knowing my behavior and i will explain why is i would remember about my lottery ticket the day after it had been too late for me to claim it that is 100% what it happened to me. It happens to me with food. I'll, I'll remember like the day after the thing expires. I'll have something in the pantry and be like, oh, remember that box of cornbread mix I bought seven months ago? I wonder what happened to that. And then I look and it got like shoved in the back. Um, and listen, expiry dates are suggestions. And it's taken me a lot of time to get to that. I used to be very like, if it was 12.01 a.m., the day after something had expired, it's going in the trash. Now, like, we can stretch it a little bit. You know, they honestly, I think they just want you to buy more. And I don't blame them. I would, you know, 
raise up that uh, expiration date if it meant I was making another sale. I totally get it. I respect it. It is what it is. Now, I, I I do remember roughly seven minutes ago making a point about something. Um, that led to a tangent that has led to about four other tangents. Okay, let me close one of the loops. Yes, the lottery, the, the winning the lottery. I would, for certain, remember my lot. Remember that I had to check my lottery number the day after it was too late, and I would live a life of regret. And I would always be like, even if at that point, if ten years down the road I invented something that was on Shark Tank and may- became a millionaire, I'd still be thinking I could have been a a two times millionaire, you know, I could have been a, instead of having $1 million in the bank, I could have had a million, 800,000, whatever my lottery winnings were. Okay, I'm going to be extremely honest. Um, I have switched locations. I recorded that first little bit, um, probably about an hour ago, and I am no longer in the, in the car parking lot. I took car safety, so important, that I said, I got to get out of here. Um, so I'm back in the comfort of my podcast recording studio, also known as the basement, the bowels, the update, throwback, um, the bowels of my of my basement, um, and I feel comfortable here. I feel like I've I've made my best and my worst work here, whether that be the podcast, whether that be writing essays till three a.m that I started at 2 a.m., do at 8 a.m., whether that be um, re- uh, recording myself playing the clarinet, to which I was really bad at, um, but tried to do. And by really bad at it, I mean, I never really put that much effort. Um, I didn't, I can't say that I practiced my instrument, which is, um, might be me self-incriminating here because I did um, forge documents that said I did practice my clarinet in high school. Um, I hope those are not legal documents or else I will be thrown um, into the slammer, as they say, uh, because I was actually not practicing. You know, the funny thing about those, those logs, and I'm truly, truly all over the place this week, but I'm just going to kind of lean into it. Sometimes I try and stop myself and like make a narrative, um, talk about one thing. And I have a few updates later on in the show that I want to talk about later on in the show, so dramatic, as if this is a real podcast. But just just go with my kind of train of thought here. Those practice logs were really, they weren't a, they weren't a, a measure of if you practiced. The measure of if you practiced was if you were getting better. And I can't say that I was. And, and for anyone that I haven't, if I didn't set this up properly, I'm talking about um, my high school band. I played the clarinet. Um, I don't know why I played the clarinet. I despised my clarinet. I'd never washed my clarinet. Um, I, I basically, I neglected my clarinet at every turn. I didn't practice it. I didn't wash it, which I guess if I didn't really use it too much, I didn't really have to wash it. Um, and I'm going to be honest, during, during, I definitely wasn't playing during the performances. Like when we would have performances at school, I like 100%. If there was maybe a simple part that I knew for sure I wouldn't mess up or squeak, I would play. Um, but I was I was fully like lip sync, whatever the lip sync version of a clarinet is. I was air playing. I was pretty much doing air guitar. 
um, with my clarinet because I actually thought that that was the best way that I could support the group. I'm nothing if not a team player, okay? I just took a personality test and it told me I was a team player. It also told me I procrastinate. You know, as I'm recording this at 9.39, the day before it comes out, you know, they might, I, they might be onto something there. I might procrastinate. I don't know. I'll think about it later. But I thought in order to be the best team player that I possibly could as a member of my high school band, me not playing would be my greatest contribution because I, I would only make it worse. I wasn't going to make it better. Maybe I would make it neutral. Like I wouldn't add, by playing, I wouldn't add a positive or negative effect. But the chances were a lot higher that I was going to suck. So I just kind of, I let, I let everyone else do their thing. Which I think a lot of people did because in practice we sounded so loud. And then in the actual performances we were so quiet because I think we really reduced by about half. Um, you know, the cream rises to the top. What can, what can I say? Yeah, but those practice logs, which back to my original point, they really were a measure of like if you were going to lie or not in order to fulfill like that part of the grade, you know, turning in your practice logs. Because I'm sure everyone knew I was not practicing. Um, and this feels freeing and also scary to admit. Um, and I never, I never forged any. Well, I never forged a signature. I always got a, a parental signature. I just might have picked the parent um, who I knew was just going to kind of, you know, do a quick sign. Not necessarily like, you know, scroll through and like really take a deep look at what was being signed. Uh do I regret it? It's hard to say I regret it because I would probably do the same thing now. Um, but maybe ask me in 10 years. Ask me in 10 more years and maybe I'll have changed my tune. Anyway, I think I was talking about me winning the lottery. And like me like not being able to operate cars properly. But you know what? I'm just going to assume that I got everything out. And if I didn't finish a tangent that I started, then I guess it just wasn't worth it. So this is actually, this next story that I'm about to talk about is actually a, um, an update from a previous episode. I don't know if anyone remembers. Um, I actually know for a fact that no one remembers because no one probably listened. I just farted. I was honestly, I'm, I'm going to just leave that in. I don't even care anymore. Um, I know no one listened to that episode because I've seen the numbers and the stats don't lie. It was just me. But I mentioned a few weeks ago, or maybe months ago at this point, that Tim Hortons announced an announcement. And the announcement of the announcement was that they were soon going to announce a donut that they were bringing back for National Donut Day. And then a couple episodes later, so probably like a month ago from now, possibly two, I don't even know, time is fake, they announced that they were bringing back the Walnut Crunch. Now, I'm going to be honest. When I heard the news that they were bringing back the Walnut Crunch, I was a little bit confused because I didn't know that a, it wasn't here, and B, it was a thing that needed to be brought back. I had never heard of it before. I had never tried it before. And I am a long-time, uh, lifelong, really, patron of, of Tim Hortons. So I don't, know, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I just you know, wasn't really particularly a fan of walnuts at the time that it was out. I don't know. Maybe it was out 30 years ago. I wasn't around. Uh, but I don't remember the walnut crunch. But apparently it's back. Um, and we were laughing, and by we I mean me talking into the microphone, was laughing at the 
image that they decided to showcase for the Walnut Crunch in the announcement of its return, um, because it looked like a big fat turd. Speaking of fart, it looked like a big log, um, a more human than dog. I'm gonna be honest, a big log, a big log. Wait, I'm Dr. Seuss. It looked like a big log, more human than dog, shaped like a frog. Looks like a song. Sounds like a song. Green Eggs and Ham. Believe it or not, I took a poetry class in university. And I dropped out of the class, not out of university. I did, I did end up graduating. Didn't do much in my degree yet. You know, there's always tomorrow for dreams to come true. Um... But I dropped out of that class. And I really hope one day I, you know, I think everything, well, there's a theory that everything happens for a reason. I hope I find out the reason for that. Like, why did that poetry class happen to me? Because let me tell you, I, this was during COVID. It was this, and I'll get back to the walnut crunch. Don't worry, Tim Hortons, you're not off the hook. But it was during COVID. It It was the first semester that went online. So it started January of 2020 when we thought 2020 was going to be our year, you know, we had made it to the twenties. The tens the were good. They were good. I had some great moments in the tens, um, but the twenties, like they were going to be our year. It was going to be our decade. Everyone was ready for a fresh start. And then promptly coronavirus decided that was not going to be the case. But before then in January, I had enrolled in a poetry class and I thought, Oh, poetry. That's so easy. Like I'm just going to write haikus for three months wasn't quite the case. They somehow made uh, poetry math, which made no sense to me. And that's the problem with school is like math just like pops up left and right. Left, right, center, north, south, east, west. You know, you think you're taking a philosophy class. Mm -mm, It's math. You think you're taking a physics class. mm -mm, It's math. You think you're taking a poetry class where you're just going to, you know, frolic around in the trees, if that's something you can frolic in, you know, maybe wear like a feather cap, get a notebook and a feather pen to match your feather cap, and then write like, again, haikus, like something simple. I, I, will, I will be Dr. Seuss. I'll be Shakespeare. Greetings and ham, where art thou? You know? So simple. No, it was math. There was like formulas and equations. And I don't know if I'm like remembering that part more, so it makes me feel better when I get to this next part, but I basically did the whole class. I did every assignment. I handed in everything. And then because that year went online, they extended the deadline in which you could drop out of like withdraw from a class without like a penalty. And I just handed in my final and I was doing the math. You know, how you can go on the rubric and you can look and be like, well, if this is what this is worth this percent. And then if I got that on this, so I, I find one of those fancy like calculating websites and I type everything in and I, and I insert the scores that I know I've gotten and then kind of guess, like make low end guesses as to what I think I was going to get. And it was just the, the number that that machine popped out was just abysmal. So I was like, I have to drop, like I, I can't do this. I have to drop out. And again, they extended the they extended that deadline, so there was no there was no like penalty or anything. I didn't it didn't affect my GPA. 
But I was like, I just did an entire class. I did it. I fin- I did the, the I did like the final assignment. There was no uh, there was no exam. Like I I did the class. I did the whole class, and dropped out. So I I dropped out of a poetry class, as I said in the beginning. But that's kind of false advertising because I participated in the whole poetry class. I just never got credit for it because I was scared that I was going to fail. And then that would bring my GPA down. And it was even more confusing, or not confusing, but a harder decision because all you had to do that year was get a 50. And then you could get, you can change, instead of a mark on your transcript, it just goes to like a pass, like a pass or a fail. So you could change the percentage to a P and then it would just count as credit and not like factor into your GPA. And I truly did not know that I could make a 50%. And I will never know. I wish I would know. And I remember I dropped out and I like I was gonna email the teacher, like, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I did I just didn't. I didn't. Mm-mm. So yeah, that was the time I did a whole class for months, from January to March, handed in the last assignment. And like it was it it was tough. And like I I like writing. Like I liked writing, I liked creative writing, but just something about the poet, like the the poetry, just not, it just didn't work. I thought I was, I thought I was better than that. I did. I thought I was better than that. I'm sure you can tell by the way I talk on this podcast. I'm very, um, not what's elegant, but words eloquent. You know, I try and word things that make sense. Um, it just, but poetry just was not for me. I feel kind of stranded because I don't remember. Oh, somehow I got from the Walnut Crunch to my poetry class. Anyway, so the Walnut Crunch from Timorans looks like a turd. And for some reason, they decided to carry that image onto like the marketing for that. So I'm going to try it out. I hope to have tried it by next week and I can do a full or maybe I'll record like a clip um, of me trying it. Like whenever I try it, I'll just record it on my phone and then I'll insert the clip into the next episode. Because as we mentioned, as I mentioned rather, a couple, couple minutes back, uh, we're down to the wire. This episode is coming out in two hours. So, you know, chop, chop. I have to say not to pat myself on the back, toot my own horn, even though I tooted a horn like 10 minutes ago and made sure to mention that on, on the podcast. I don't know if it actually picked up, but I indeed, when I said I farted, I actually farted. Um, that can maybe be like a, like a secret, like a hidden game in this episode. Like you can, you can let me know the timestamp in which you heard the fart and the first person to give me the right answer will win a walnut crunch turd donut. I think all of that sounds so fitting and I will call it the walnut crunch challenge. So everyone make sure to do the walnut crunch challenge. Uh, now if you're hearing this, you are eligible to compete for the walnut crunch challenge. The prize is nothing. So the stakes could not be lower. But what I was going to toot my own horn about was I, not to brag, we're coming up on a year, knock on wood, of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. I never missed an episode. I have I've released an episode. There was one time where I wasn't able to record the day before. So I recorded it like right in the morning and it was up Nine, 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 nine thirty, a.m. o'clock, 
Other than that, it has gone up at 12 midnight every week. And it's just... I hope these next few weeks go smoothly so I can say I did a full year. But, like, I'm proud of that, you know? And, again, no one listens to this and no one will listen to this. Especially, like, like once we once we pass, like, the three-minute the three mark, I know for certain not a soul will hear this. So at 24 minutes, I can really say whatever I want. Um, so I'm going to say I'm extremely proud of myself. And I think you should be, too. Like, I think you should be proud of me. I mean, I hope you can be proud of you if you've done something to be proud of. If you haven't, I I don't know. Like, you know, don't look at me. But, um, yeah, it's been fun. That's like, what, like 20-something, almost 30 hours of me just talking to nothing and nobody for no reason. Like, I don't know if that's something to be proud of, but I am. I, I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to get balloons. I'm going to go, you know how always all the influencers take it, they get those like big ass balloons on their, like when they get like 100 million followers or 200 million followers or 1 million followers or whatever. I'm going to do that when I get my first follower. And then I'm going to invite the follower to that event. We'll, we'll meet at Party City. We'll do a, a whole thing. And it's going to be so much fun. Actually, I think this might be my time to strike in terms of gaining some sort of listenership because, and I don't really 100% know what this means, but apparently the writers are striking. Um, And if it wasn't apparent by my rambling, this show not only has no writers, I don't even write anything for it. Like the written English language is not needed in order for me to produce the Nobody Asked for This podcast. I need my voice memo app i need the ability to speak which in allergy season sometimes the throat you know the old folds gives out so but i do need them in order to record and i need enough delusion to get on here every week and depend and you know pretend that someone's listening and i usually have all three of those things and if you noticed no three of those things is a writer um, and the writers are striking again. I don't like a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't know like how the writers decided to strike, um, or like what they're striking for. I think I'm, I think I'm for the writers. I like TV, you know, and, and, and without writers, like you're just kind of like, like it would just be like silent films, but I think you even have to write silent films. So really let's just pay these people and get back on board. But while they're striking, I would, and I think all what my point is, I think all of the shows um, are going to not happen as fast because there's no people to write the shows for now. Um, so I think I could really like, I could really sweep in and get to like the top of the the podcast charts, which I realize would be for like a very um, short period of time. But like, I'm totally fine peaking peaking early. I will take 15 minutes. I'll take 13 minutes of fame. I'll take 14 minutes of fame, two minutes, 15 seconds of fame. I'm totally fine. Like I just need an ab, like I just need like a toe where I could then in, in the pool where I could then like get a sponsorship that could make me enough money to just like, you know, like kind of chill for a bit. 
I'm not asking for much. I, I try not to ask for much unless I'm at the Taco Bell drive-thru. Then I, it's usually a lot. But I'm not, I'm not like, you know, like I'll be, I'll be a, um, not a trend, but what's that? Like, what's like a trend, but it's like a thing that like, like I'll be like, um, I'll be to the Charlie bit my finger of the podcasting sphere. Like you heard from me once, you'll never hear from me again, but like, I'm still making money off of that one thing that you heard about me from. Why didn't Charlie bit my finger? Get some sort of like dentist, maybe like an Invisalign, some sort of sponsorship. I think that would be the next move for Charlie. Wait, Charlie bit my finger. Yeah, so Charlie's the chomper. Charlie's the biter. Yeah, so Charlie needs, I mean, according to the finger he bit, he needs like less sharp teeth, but I don't know that you could sell like dull dentures for profit. Um, so we'll have to like workshop that. Listen, I, I, I'm not great at like a fully formed, fleshed out idea, but like I can, I'm always the person that like provides enough in the group brainstorm to like have what the next person says be like the idea that we go with. Does that make sense? Like I'll say like, well, we could do this and they'll be like, oh, we could do this plus X. And then it all makes sense. I'm always like the, the like the, I, I'm, uh, what is it called in sports? I'm the assist. You know, like someone scores a goal, it's like the person that passed it to them, like gets a point or whatever in the roster. That's me. I'm, I'm the assist. So, yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to do with that information, but it's there. One more thing I wanted to talk about. I'm a little confused. Um, I was reading a label the other day. And you know how like you, you, get, you get so used to like seeing or reading a certain thing that you don't really think about it? It's just a thing that is. I was reading the words like on the back of a, like, a nutritional information label. May contain. What does that mean? Like this candy bar may contain eggs. Like what? Is there an egg in it or is there not? And I and I told like I I'm I'm sure one that it's like cover their butts, like Hershey does not want to get sued. That makes two of us Hershey. But like, like is an is a is a raw egg gonna like accidentally fall in the Hershey's chocolate bar recipe bin thing? Like oops. Raw egg, like, why was there an egg there? Now, this is not a real-life example. I don't know that a Hershey's chocolate bar says uh, may, contain, may contain egg, and I'm almost, like, positive that it doesn't. But just in general, like, what does that mean? What makes sense, what makes more sense to me is, you know, made in a factory that produces blank. Like, that's okay. Like, you've given us the warning. But, like, may contain. That makes it seem like, you know, they're operating you know, food manufacturing companies the same way that I operate in my own kitchen where I'm just like grabbing every ingredient, like pulling out, like in the, when I go to the spice cabinet, I'm like, and I need like salt. I'll pull out like chili pepper and just to get to the salt because it's in like the back of the cabinet. And like sometimes it like spills over and it's like, oh shoot. But like I, I, I have a feeling, I have a gut feeling that these bigger facilities like aren't run like that. Or else, not like we would get nothing done. And I'm sure it's all robots who like are very meticulous and like 
you know, know what a teaspoon is. And I just don't. I also think they need to, this is a completely side note. I really think they need to change teaspoon and tablespoon because they sound too similar. Like if I had a dollar for every time I put three tablespoons of salt when it called for three teaspoons of salt, I'd have like, I'd have enough money to buy a walnut crunch. I'd assume. You know? And that's upsetting. It's upsetting. So I think we need to change that. Um, I don't know who I need to talk to for that, but just consider it changed. Listen, there's really no easy way to end these these types of things. Um, so I'm just going to say thank you if, you if you've listened the past 50 episodes. This is episode 51. Hopefully we got another five... Mm, mm. Let's be realistic. Hopefully we got let let's just let's just focus on the next fifty, you know? Um This is the last episode of May. Oh, it's June. It's gonna be June on this the, when you're listening to this. June's in a couple hours. In all transparency, I'm recording this the day before, which I think I've mentioned a couple times, so it's not like a shock, but like but like not much longer before. It's it's like ten oh three PM on May thirty first. So this is basically live. If you listen to this right when it comes out, which, again, as as heavily noted in the entirety of the show, I know no one is. And I'm not bitter. Maybe a little bit. But um, anyway, make sure if you like what you're listening to or you like at least don't hate it. Like you don't have to love it. Like not everything can be great. Um, I would say this episode from my recollection is like somewhere in the middle. I've had worse. I've had better. Um, but if you at all want to hear m- me talk again, you can find this podcast basically anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts. You could, I think there's a couple other places that, you know, again, no one listens to, but they're there. I also put the the audio on YouTube, which is where I get the most listeners, um, especially when I make the title something that is a thing. So like, I think I had a, a an episode of, couple months ago where filet fish was in the title and it got like 80 views and when i clicked on the my youtube account i like my heart skipped a beat i was like 80 views like i and i checked my email to make sure like oprah wasn't calling to do a like she wanted me on her show which got canceled like 12 years ago but anyway um or maybe not canceled she probably just didn't feel like it anymore because she was rich that's another thing i don't get like if you're rich like what are we doing working like, no offense, but, like, the second I'm rich... Actually, I'll, I'll always do this because I'm not making money from this now. So, like, I can still use it as a hobby, you know? As a cumbling. But, anyway, I'll make sure to subscribe wherever that needs to be done. We also have a website, podcastnobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. You can actually listen to the show on there. As I was saying, I upload everything to YouTube. Um, And yeah, I appreciate you listening if you are. And if you're not, well, I won't waste my breath because you'll never hear this. Have a good week. End. Weekend.